Rachel will be running this pod horizontal. For those of you wondering where she is, she's hiding underneath the curtain. Oh, you can just lean back like I am. I could have done that, but I did not. I chose a hard route. I chose a path of least. Lesson for the kids out there. Choose the path of least resistance. All right, everyone. Welcome back to a new episode of the Rooftop Pod. I'm your host, Jesse, and joining me is my sister. Joining me today is my brother. <laughs> Sorry. Hello. Joining. Welcome back. Uh, uh, hello, I'm Jesse. <laughs> hello, uh, welcome to this episode of the Rooftop Pod. I am your host. Whoa, these levels are wait. Someone moved the knob. God, you're a knob. Andrew. Uh, what? Hello. <laughs> All right, take five. <laughs> five. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Rooftop Pod. I am your host, Jesse, and joining me today is my brother, Andrew, and my sister, Rachel. She's over here. And today we're going to answer more of your questions because there are a lot of them. A lot of questions. A lot of good questions. And yeah, they're really good. So thank you guys for sending these in. These people are just gassing us up. What is the secret to such a wholesome and driven family? Dang. I don't really know the answer to that question, but it feels like a compliment. So thank you for the compliment. Ooh, this is kind of in line with what we were talking about before in terms of career and stuff. I think Rachel wouldn't change her mind that much but if you could do any job in the world and money didn't matter what mm. would you do a classic question all right what's your answer then to this Good classic man. question mm. i would start a bakery oh. florist cafe Whoa. that has humanitarian goals Wow. And I don't manage anything. I just do the mundane tasks of wait, either wait. a baker, a florist, or a barista. Well, how how do you how do you tie in the in the the humanitarian Who goals? Who knows? knows? <laughs> <laughs> and to there's the nothing bad about it. All right, <laughs> not I a like singular that. bad thing. It's like a fundraiser, kind of. All profits go towards a good cause. So true. I think for me. I wouldn't change what I'm doing at all because (laughs) (laughs) no, I think I would cut out some things I'm doing. Mm. Hmm. You (laughs) error. (laughs) I don't know. I do still want to be a physician scientist. I would do the MD PhD thing. Um, Dang, you guys got lofty goals. I don't think I would want to it's hard to say right now because I don't have that much exposure to what a day-to-day life... I mean, do have a lot of exposure to what a day-to-day life of being a physician's life, but I haven't lived it out yet, so I don't really know, practically speaking, what it'd be like. I like the idea of becoming a physician because you get that human interaction, but it can become mundane, and I think a lot of people do it and continue to do it because of money. My true interest in medicine is in the science and be able to help people at scale which is achieved through, you know, science, research, active, academic investigation. And honestly, I would probably just do that if money didn't matter. I would maybe still want to see patients, but honestly, that life sounds kind of mundane and you don't have very much flexibility with your life because you're working for a hospital. So I think I would just be a scientist if money didn't matter. But who knows, that answer could change once I go back to med school for year three, and I maybe will really enjoy what I'm doing in the hospital. Andrew, what would you do? 
Dude, I'm really trying to think about this because I think the thing I like the most about my current like career progression is that I can do a lot of different things outside of my nine to five. We talked about this a little bit in the last pod and I can't imagine choosing any one career path as like my sole focus, even if money didn't matter. Like I was thinking about this. Y'all have lofty ass goals. I was thinking like dog sitter at a really nice family's home. That sounds amazing. I said Baker florist barista and humanitarian (laughs) tied all together. Yeah, but do I manage any of that? No, it's still lofty in my mind, but I was just like, wow. Yeah. But I was like, I think if I, even if I went like two to three times a week, if I did that for like five years straight, I'd want to do something different. Even it, even the, like this short stint in modeling, I, I only want to do it for a little bit. I can't imagine like my life being dictated mm. on how I look either. Also, the they're gonna life. drop like you once either. you get ugly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Once I get old and wrinkly, mm. um, I can't imagine doing any one thing for a long time. So the answer is oh, gonna wow. be selling like Noru. That Wait, That's what? my answer. If money didn't matter, I'd continue to sell vegan protein powder. Good answer, Shameless Andrew. Shameless plug. Very good answer, Andrew. Thanks, I, man. I like that answer The prior to that whole spiel. I Wait, mean, what? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Excuse me? I especially felt mm. what you said prior to that. Because I get things. bored very easily, hence the ADHD side of me. And I think if money didn't matter, I would do a billion things. Yep. I would... I'd woodwork. I would golf. I would learn how to snowboard. I'd probably I ski would, a little less. So I, I would I would travel the world. I would pick up new skills. I would just do things. I would travel vlog. I just do a bunch of I, I travel vlogging sounds lit. Is that doesn't just that doesn't that just make you a travel influencer? Yeah, that's true. But I wanna do other things to help humanity as well. So I'd also be a doctor and a scientist all at the same time. I'm trying to do that. It's really hard. And maybe I'm spreading myself thin, but that's what I tried to do if money didn't matter. And if I had all the time in the world. I got one. Whose approval in your family matters the most regarding your significant other? Oh, wow. Siblings, Mm -hmm. mom and dad, grandparents, everybody's in this loop. Dang. Whose approval do you vie for the most oh wow <laughs> john <laughs> john if john likes John's opinion matters what's the other you know everything is said in life dude if john likes your significant other there's a problem with your significant <laughs> other <laughs> <laughs> no. if a 13 year old boy really gets really vibes with your significant other your that. significant other might be a 13 year old boy <laughs> whoa on yeah. the inside whoa. <laughs> um i want to say mom and dad but truly mm. i don't want i don't think practically speaking that's uh, possible yeah because if you if you see the the prototypical girl that mom and dad would set me up with i would never date that person so never say never but yeah i agree very unlikely i think I've diverged a lot from what mom and dad want for a, a person in my partner. You guys, mm. you know the other really out-of-pocket thing that mom said? Wait, oh. do you want to <laughs> share the first out-of-pocket thing or no? We don't have to. Nah, just say the second thing. <laughs> um, after, 
after I showed her a picture of the person that I'm dating right now, like the day after we were in the car and my mom was like, you know, you can't date someone that's like too attractive, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, mom. <laughs> Mom is a savage. Is I'm so prompted out of nowhere. She said that. Mom just be throwing hands out of nowhere. Came, Dang, like, I, I hope your boyfriend does from. not listen to this podcast. He doesn't. But okay. I was like, Mom, oh my God. <laughs> you know, it's a good thing that you're not dating someone super attractive. <laughs> no, she didn't say that. She oh. didn't She didn't like say it directly. Oh, she was mom. just like, as a general rule, you should just like not date anyone that's super attractive because... That means that they're probably vain or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's 90% true, but... 10% the golden given, given the context, I was like, oh, Dang. my gosh. Mom, you're such a savage. Oh, I'm such a savage. Wait, what was the question again? Who... And your oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So not yeah. mom and dad. So not mom and dad. I don't think it leaves I, us. Yeah, and kid, honestly... I think it would have to be Rachel. Dang, I was going to say the Ooh. same thing. Okay. Rachel's approval is hard to earn. Mm-hmm. Whereas, this Andrew, I feel like you could vibe with a lot of people. I like anybody. I can talk to a brick wall. Yeah. Uh, okay. okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Rachel's approval is hard to earn. So if Rachel likes you, you did something right. And mm-hmm. I think, um, yeah, I think if my future partner could get along with Rachel, man, you're, you're, you're killing it. it did You're doing something, something right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Same with you, Andrew. Yeah, I was going to say Rachel. Yeah. I mean, I do want mom and dad's approval, obviously. But. Yeah. I don't know. At the end of the day, mom. I do want have, their approval, yes. Have two tenants in a relationship mm. one, that they make us happy, and two, that they are Christian. Yep. We're shooting for 50%. <laughs> as long as we get 50%. Good enough. That's good. That's good enough. Um, Rachel, who's? Oh, wait, what was the question? <laughs> oh my god, this kid has ADHD. Who's Who approval? in the family do you vie for the approval? Yeah, the yeah, most, yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I the exact the... wording, yeah. I didn't remember. Um, no one, as long as I like them. Mm, honestly, <laughs> Rachel's like my approval. <laughs> <laughs> no real though. <laughs> for real. Now that's a good answer too. Hmm. Chew on it. Maybe dad's. I think he has a really mm. good judge of character. Mm. Okay. Okay. Mm. Like I feel like dad knows me better than I know myself. Oh. Wow. So I feel like oh. he he'd be able to. Well, in in some cases. I like that answer. Yeah. I don't think dad will ever approve of any girl I bring home. I'm just kidding. Dang. Wow. It's, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. So if anyone wants to date Jesse, no. speak to Papa Zahn first. No, it's just the biggest thing for him is I honestly think is like bring home a godly woman. Obviously, yes. And oh man, that puts so much pressure on partner. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk about that. I didn't dive into it. We've worked around it in past. We have, we have. Past things. Yeah. It's just it's a lot of pressure on the partner. At the end of the day. That's crazy because like you had to deal with all the pressure. I didn't have to deal well, with that much pressure. True. They never made <laughs> they really didn't. your exes do anything. Mm-mm, not really. Hmm. Well, that's also because... Dang, I forgot about that's that. That's also because your ex, oh, Andrew's ex, enough. didn't really try to integrate herself into our, our family that's either. That's true. It was Again. also not as long as a relationship. That's true, yeah. 
Let's answer this really quickly. Do you guys know what your MBTIs? We get that all the time. I yes. I am NJ. either INFJ or INFP. INFJ. Wait, are we the same? INFJ? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, really? Yeah. I guess INFJ. so. That's crazy. You're INFJ? Yeah. I'm INFJ. What oh, the? Wait, what are you? I'm also INFJ. We are all oh, advocates. Well, when That's I took funny. this 16 personalities test, I was like in the middle of everything. So I'm like not a true INFJ. I, I think I'm a true I, but everything else I'm like very like meh. Like I could flip depending on the day. And your MBTI changes throughout your life. And even like during the day, I think, is what people tell me. Um, do you guys do your podcast live? No. No. Um, dang, where was I? A lot of people asking about our relationship status. I'm not going to answer that. Sorry. Yeah, we're not actually <laughs> answering all questions. Sorry to disappoint. Jesse made false promises. <laughs> A lot of our dating life questions. Know, oh, this is a good one from 30s and Floofer. I feel like 30s and Floofer always ask good questions. If there is a movie character you could play, which one would it be and why? Hmm. Wow. This is a great question. Wait. Oh, does that also mean you have to live in that world of said movie character? Or No, just I like, think it's like you acting. Like, oh, uh, no, wait. I like, I like the yeah, question I if you could live in that yes. world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have an answer. Say it, because I need to think about okay. this. There's I, so many. Mine, mine, would, mine would be Tony Stark. <laughs> In the world that he doesn't die. Because I think the Iron Man technology... Hello, Mom. Do you want to join the podcast? You want to say hi to the mom? Say hi. Okay. Yeah, Hello. mine would be Tony Stark. Because I think Iron Man is just the coolest thing ever. I want to be able to wear an Iron Man suit and then also fly and then my best friend be an AI technology. That'd be so <laughs> cool. <laughs> yes. I'm trying to think of a better that's answer. Funny. But that's the one that immediately comes pretty to my good. mind. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. Rachel, you got an answer? I think that immediately There's too many came. apocalyptic movies um, that's coming to head. I do not want to live in any of those worlds. The the one that immediately came into my mind was everything everywhere all at once, but like specifically, the world with the hot dog. Hands. dog. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna say the hot dog one. That sounds terrible. Why would you want to live in that world? Because it's funny. <laughs> yeah, but think about the practicality of living in that world. Yeah, but they use their toe. Just kidding. Man, I've been watching too many sad apocalyptic shows and movies. I mean, easy one is a superhero because it's like. I mean, yeah, I was gonna say Harry Potter, but I, I'm like, that's too easy. Like magic is oh, dope. I would love to but live in the Harry, in Harry Potter, Potter world. Be that would be sick. Who would I play? Like uh, post war. Oh, oh. Who would you? Like, who, would, who would you? <laughs> Cho play? Chang. This is not racially <laughs> motivated. Dude, there's not even an Asian Cho man Chang. for me to pick from. No. Is there an Asian man in no, Harry Potter? So. I don't think there's a. Oh my god. I would want to play. Not oh, Dumbledore. Man. Not no, Harry. Not Dumbledore. Too much stress. No, not Harry. You know who seemed to have yeah, a de way decent life? Pressure. Dean Lewis. He wasn't there that much, but I don't uh, remember him going through that much hardship. Is that his name? I don't know who Dean Lewis is. He's the tall know? guy that used to date Ginny, I think. Uh, right? Is that his name? Dang, it's been a long time since I've read Harry Potter. Yeah, everyone in Harry Potter world has a really stressful life. I don't know if I would want to be anyone of those people. Oh, it is Dean Lewis. Nice, mm -hmm. good job. Yeah. Alfred Enoch. Yeah, he, he seemed to just be vibing. 
Dang. I don't remember much. Alrighty. Another question. Oh, I was going to say one of Harry's... I, I thought about it. No, I want it to be after all the, like, death and, like, war. So... Ron and Hermione's kid. I don't remember their name. But I think they'd have a pretty good life. Okay. All right. Cool. Nice. Next question. Very good. Thanks. This person asked... Oh, so nice. The first they said, hope you all have... Oh, how have y'all been doing lately? Hope you all are staying positive and happy. And then asked, just curious, since y'all come from a big family, how many kids would you plan, would you want to have slash plan to have? Not five children. Three kids. Two or three. I think get them all out within like a five-year span. So then all of them can be besties like us. And then you don't have to like go through... Because like... If you just go through all the terrible twos and the tall and like all the terrible years of raising a child all at once, then the rest of it I feel like is pretty smooth sailing. Rachel. Yeah, yeah if I were to have kids it'd also be like two or three. Mm. Nice. Yeah, all the families that I'm observing now with like a two or three kid family, they their lives seem great. We're almost very like a, manageable. We're like a three family addendum two kids family no we're a five i mean yeah kind of because yeah. we we're i think we're just now becoming a five sibling family mm. with like the disneyland trip to be yeah, honest true i actually when was the last time the five kids went on vacation oh, i guess every ski trip so never mind not that rare Invite John and Philip to the podcast. We're, We're trying. trying. We're trying. attempting We're to do so. Hard. There's still a little camera shot. And if we bring them on the podcast, I don't know how entertaining that would be. But we'll try they to squeeze not. as much out of them as possible. Yeah, they would not contribute much. Yeah. Kudos for all the pods you produce this year. A big virtual pat on the back for all of you. Thank you. A lot of people are asking about our New Year's goal. Mm, I got a couple of those. Yeah. Got any? I do i almost don't want to say them out loud to jinx them i write mm. a lot of goals for myself mm. but goal setting yes good I, habit i do a lot of goal setting uh, and i think it is always beneficial to set goals mm. uh, because it gives I you like start direction. writing mine down write them down yeah i, I, I do have a lot i have a few goals and honestly write things that you don't think you're gonna get okay but yeah but within the realm oh of wow i like that yes mm -hmm. i do like that I think I'm going to do that now. I'm going to mm -hmm. virtually write it down on the podcast. Mm -hmm. One goal of mine is to start a new YouTube channel, which you guys Ooh, will see keep them accountable. in the future. Hopefully that takes off. And then my other goal is to start another company <laughs> based on the work that I'm doing in my lab. I don't think, I don't know if I'll necessarily get to the actually company formation part of this journey, but I'm really excited about some of the things that are turning out from my research and hope to be able to turn it into like something tangible this rachel you got any big goals for 2024 um not really i feel like Into my life school. yeah my life mm -hmm. this year is going to be pretty in flux nice any like person like relationship goals or mm. like with your friends or like travel goals or like fitness goals fitness goals oh i would like to backpack a little bit more now nice, that i have nice. the gear I like good, that. Good, good, um 
yeah I don't know. You know, take the FE and hopefully pass it so I can be on my way to become a licensed the fundamentals of engineering exam. Oh, Oh, does every engineer have to take that? Most of them do. Oh, wow. I didn't know there was an exam that existed like that. Uh Uh-huh. But I should take that and pass it so I can be be on my way to become a licensed engineer. Nice. Very good. Yeah. Otherwise... Not not many goals aside from play and have fun and mm. maximize That's this last semester that I have with my college friends. Mm, great. Yeah. Andrew, did you answer the question? I said I wasn't going to answer it. Oh, but wow. okay. uh, We can say it out loud. But I want Noru to be oh, true. self-sustaining instead of oh, just true. That's, what's a that's also one of my goals too. into this because we've been putting <laughs> yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. man hours and yeah, I would yeah. like to put less man hours into it. Please buy our protein. <laughs> you can't even buy it, it right now because really we're good. still working in That's flux. true. You can't buy it right now. But in 2024, we're ironing buy it all to the when logistics. You are able to buy it. Yes. Okay. That's about it. You got more I'm going to ask one more question okay, and then we can switch to you. I like this question. Ask it. What are three non-essentials that you really love right now? Mm. My Schmitzkis. Ooh, that's a good one. Mm. That those so do bring you hella so joy. They bring me so much joy. Those do bring you I hella love my joy. My Schmitzkis. Yeah. I'm not gonna say all at once. Any of you guys have okay. any? I feel like I've been like splurging a lot on things. Uh. Uh, stay tuned for this video that's coming out but i bought like um plants for my desk and honestly they really enhance the vibe of my workspace um so plants in your workspace oh man they're just so great just seeing greenery around you while you work is really great so plants would be my one of my non-essentials that i enjoy a lot rachel um for me, it's anything that I can get off of Facebook Marketplace mm. for a crazy mm. deal. <laughs> like a dog. I got a table. like five ceramic pots that are really nice for $20. <laughs> nice. So that was crazy. Nice. And I like didn't separate them on my drive back. And they were clinking the entire time. <laughs> Until I went and to they, Kroger they to fill up my glass oh. or gas, and I like separated them, but it was kind of funny. Did they break? No, okay, they're all good. fine. I can go again. Go again. I can't think of any more. <laughs> all right, my second pick will be Lululemon gear because mm. I bought over the past couple months. I've bought I think three pairs of Lululemon pants and a Lululemon jacket, and they're just great because they look good. They feel amazing to wear. They're super functional. And the last two pairs of Lululemon pants I bought over five or six, seven years ago, I still wear like every single day. So the cost per wear that I get out of these pants, insane deal. Um, It really, truly, you get what you pay for with Lululemon pants. So I don't know why I'm plugging Lululemon so hard, but oh no. that's one thing Not that I've learned sponsored. to splurge on this year. And the three or four pairs of pants that I bought this year, I see myself wearing them for the next decade or so. So, Dang, yeah. you know something I splurged I on? Pants. Yeah. Now that you mentioned the word splurge, mm. on the way here, I would never do this, but it was a six-hour flight from New York to L.A. I paid a couple extra bucks for more leg room. 
Oh. I know. Wow. Yeah. And That's it helped tremendously. I'm not going to lie. Money moves. I know. It was less than 100, so it was not a very big splurge. Uh, yeah, New York to LA is a flight that I think warrants it because it's so long. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. And then my last one was lights. Oh, lamps? Lamps. If, uh, yeah. Candles, specifically. Oh, yeah. If you want to yeah. hear more about that, candles. you can go watch his video. It's mm-hmm. on his TikTok. Oh, I bought God. one of the lamps. They uh, do be good vibes. They be lamping. Lamps do be but lamping. But I went down a deep rabbit hole of candles, and there's one candle called Bodega Coffee mm. from, I think it's called Literary. So good. It's mm. like an artisanal coffee shop with some pastries baking in the background Ooh. and it's not super intense but it makes yeah. me very happy yeah okay yeah that's it i'm trying to think of another one Rachel, do you have another non-essential that you really enjoy having or owning right now um my aqua four mm-hmm. good one <laughs> okay good good uh um, my lips are so chapped yeah um my last pick, I'm going to go with the Owala water bottle. We've talked about so it a true. lot. It's a great water bottle. It has a sip Watch feature. Out. Watch out for the mold on the mm, rubber yeah. silicone Oh, part. is that why you bought all those replacements? Yeah. Dang, mine hasn't molded yet. But yeah, it's just so functional, and their colorways are really great. I've seen five people with the same water bottle as me, and it's really annoying. But hey, it's a good water bottle. Just be more argue. original. Although I feel like a water ball is kind of an essential, so I don't know if that makes it a great pick. A lot of mine are just room decor. I also got this poster of Pilgrims in Paradise album cover for Daniel Caesar that sits in my room, and I really like that. I don't know. Past me would have never invested in like art or like ambiance setting mm. decor yeah. <laughs> until now, and it really does change mood mm-hmm. because. I was on a Zoom call in my old place in Brooklyn and it was facing two of my walls that were completely white and one of my coworkers was like, oh, are you in like a hospital or something? <laughs> Dead serious. And I'm like, Bang. no, it's just my room. Bang. And I was this just like, coworker wow. for sure knew you weren't in a hospital taking a Zoom call. Oh, no, they were just, just, just straight hands up at me. blaming you. And I was just like, cool, cool. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. But I mean, I will say very sterile. And now that I've decorated my room a little bit, changes the vibe completely nice. so invest in a little bit in art yeah, it does change your the workspace vibe. it really yeah. makes a difference and you can do a lot of things cheaply a lot of diy okay. work oh, all right mm, huh. do you have any other uh, wait we're skipping we're going to you yeah i got a couple this is a funny one I got a lot of also relationship status. Yeah, stuff, d- let's do that after this one. <laughs> All right, word. Uh, we answered one half of this question, but do you want to answer the other half? We wait, talked wait, about. Can I ask this one? Okay, go for it. <laughs> do you guys crumple or fold your <laughs> toilet paper? <laughs> Who the hell crumples their toilet paper? <laughs> to wipe your butt? <laughs> Damn, that is terrible. Dude, you should be arrested if you crumple your toilet paper. Unless it's like a one swipe, then throw away. But even still, very. A one swipe. You only swipe your butt once. Exactly. I'm agreeing with you. Please fold. But I'm saying sanitarily, that's the only way to move forward in this discussion. I agree. But don't do it. Definitely fold. Yeah, it's a fold. 
my guy or my girl. My girl. Dude, do not. Or actually, I mean, like, you still need toilet paper. I had a bidet for a little bit. Oh, I use yeah. wet wipes. Wet I wipes also are use wet wipes now, yeah. too. Yeah, the bidet was too much of a hassle set up in my new place, so I was just like, mm, no, not worth the work. All right. Next. <laughs> Go ahead. That was a good question. <laughs> so we said, what gene do we like the most from mom and dad? What trait would you remove? It can be personality trait. The question is personality trait, but I guess it could be physical trait if you want to go down that direction too. Nah, you can that keep it. That will take away. Dad. Yeah, this like, feels what? like we're dissing mom and dad. No, personality trait. Like, okay, I have an answer. Okay, that I've been, my scarcity mindset. That's something I still have mm. that I've been working to get rid of. Yeah. Um, That's a good one. Jesse and Rachel know past me, and I was so frugal. Yeah, and honestly, kind of cheap to the point where <clears throat> it was quite annoying. Yeah, no. So trying to switch you've, the mindset. You've grown a lot from yeah, that. That's changed a lot over the past couple years, and that's been like an active thing I've been trying to. I don't know, like. Well, it comes with making money. So. It does come with making money, but like even this weekend, after paying for a lot of things. Okay. Yeah. No, you're right. It does just come with earning an income now. Yeah. Because I'm like, does. oh, money will come back. Nice. Yeah. Look, there's a lot of qualities. In that I see in me that come from maybe a younger dad, I don't necessarily dislike them because I I can like I don't dislike myself. Maybe <laughs> do I want to get rid of them? What's something you're working on? Yeah, working on. Rachel, you can jump in while Jesse thinks. Yeah, I think when it comes to conflict, mom and dad are very avoidant. Mm. I think that's something that I've also picked up on. Mm. Mm-hmm. I would like to work on that. LOL. Mm. Nice. I like that. Yeah, I think... Speak up for I, yourself. I see dad doing this a lot, where... And I do this a lot, too, I'm noticing, is we'll speak and, like, make jokes at other people's expenses before really thinking about how it affects the other person. And... That is something that I've caught myself doing or been caught doing a couple of times. And I, I don't like the aspect of myself. I think it's something that I, I'm now actively working on. I don't think, I don't know if anyone has ever told dad to like think twice before making jokes because in our minds, it's like, Oh, it's a lighthearted joke. It's like not going to affect anyone. But then like, we don't take the extra second to be like, Oh, let's put ourselves in the other person's shoe and think about how this would make them feel. So, yeah, that's something that I would actively, I would like to get rid of slash work on. Yes. Nice. I got another question. Okay. Uh, I'm actually curious what you guys think about this. Should I move out of my parents' house even if I don't really have the finances to do so? Ooh. 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 All right. Let's give, like, <laughs> no, life stage. Like, no. Oh. Because if you can't move yeah, out I mean, financially, like, responsible, like, don't. Yes. Unless you have, like, a plan to do so, like, living at your friend's, crashing on your friend's couch, or, like, it also depends on your relationship with your parents. If it's toxic and it's holding you back, then maybe, yes, do whatever you can to get out. But generally speaking, live with your parents as long as you can or until you can get yourself on your feet. Hmm. It's my mentality. Uh, okay, interesting. I, like, partially agree. Like, obviously, like, don't ruin yourself financially just to try to live by yourself but i will say it is i love mom and dad great parents 
but being independent especially i don't know how old this person is but especially if you're like a couple years out of college to like really like develop who you are because every time i like stay with mom and dad for an extended period of time i feel like i revert back to my high school self and i don't love that in mm, particular yeah. and there is just like a strain that i feel when i'm like at home for too long i love visiting but like if i'm there for months at a time which was covid i was just like okay i need my own space so i don't know like i i do i will say i don't know what your relationship is with your parents but unless it's like really terrible and you need to like leave stick it out for a little bit longer you know like set yourself a little bit better financially like find a job that can sustain your livelihood like you might have to budget a little bit when you do move out but i think moving out is like something you should work towards yeah it's really free and honestly your relationship with your parents gets gets better better when you Mm -hmm. move out facts um because i think it's uh there was another question in here about i forget the question but the the main answer or the thing i was trying to get at was you need to everyone in your life needs to be taken in doses certain people Mm -hmm. you can dose a lot of certain people you can only have in small doses and your parents you grew up with them seeing them every single day you need to learn to like start weaning off of like being exposed to your parents every single day once you're in your adulthood and then that really helps with your relationship with them at least that's what i found for myself rachel yeah i agree cool i have a few really interesting questions does social class or status make a difference when getting into a relationship oh. i want to say no it doesn't matter but there are some practical things where it does kind of matter i think growing up and being in a certain social class and dating someone who's in a completely different social class can sometimes can, could be difficult like i could imagine where difficulties would come because a lot of your values could probably change based on like mm-hmm. what social class that you come from I think we're in a social class where like we're kind of middle of the road where we can maybe date above and below but like if you come from a really low income social class and you're dating like someone from like a very high income high earning family there could be like relationship dynamic issues power issue power dynamic issues like financial dynamic issues i want to say no but I, th- I feel like if i think about it more there are some practical issues that arise all right i've just never done it yeah. Like everyone that, yeah, the yeah. few people that have dated slash situationships, I think we were all like within the same same bands. I mean, you're really just exposed to people that are around your social class. That's true. It's hard to true. get exposure or like meet people that are like really high above or below. Rachel, does the social class matter? I agree. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Another story. thought I have is standard of living. If you mm-hmm. and your partner's standard, standards of living are wildly different, that could be really difficult to Transfers, make compromise. Yeah. But yeah, you can learn to like make compromises, but I do remember in my previous relationships, we weren't in like super different social classes, but I do remember she had a slightly higher standard of living and I was frustrated at times because of where she wanted to spend money versus where I wanted to spend money. That was a point of contention in the relationship but yeah i mean those were small things compromises could have definitely been made those arguments were not worthwhile 
but yeah if you're from completely different stratospheres of financial background it could could be a problem are we yapping you feel like we're yapping Philip accuses it, us isn't of yapping that what all the time. The, the point of the podcast is. Damn, you're right. <laughs> I don't want to be yapping. Born to yap, forced to yep, work. Yep. Let us know in the comments if you think we're yapping. Okay, and then this question I also liked. Is it okay to cut off people in your life if they are not intentional about their relationship with you? I got the same question. You got the same question? I, they probably, probably the same, the same person. person. Yep. It's the same person? I don't know. Okay. I can't see. Oh, your answer is yes? It's oh, okay? Oh, wait, wait. My philosophy on friendship is all about expectation setting. Mm, yes, so sir. if the person stops putting effort or just never put in effort in the first place, I don't put them as, like, my close, like, inner circle. They're yeah. acquaintances. And there's no, I don't know. I'm not going to go out of my way to, like, purposely ignore yeah. them or cut them out. But, yeah. like, if they don't, like, initiate any hangouts and slow mm. ghost them hmm wait now i'm trying to think Let's just say, put, can you read the question again hold up is it okay to cut off people in your life if they are not intentional about their relationship with you okay because i will say like some people i i think i'm kind of, i'm trying to get better this is another new year's 2024 resolution to like initiate more because i i recognize that i'm not great at initiating Dang. and i'm trying to be life. better i'm trying to be better at that i i will admit yeah. i'm like and i love and care about all of them <laughs> And I've been trying to like text more and like set plans to hang out rather than like, oh, we're going to go to this event. And we're like, oh, I'm going to bump into them when I like go to said location. Like this is where I always see them. So I'm going to see them here. So I don't know. Show show a little grace and mercy uh, for the people who aren't. But if they're, I don't know, consistently shutting you down and like you've texted them like three, four, five, six, ten, twelve times to hang out. And they've always said like, no, I'm busy. Yeah, you can you can probably like push that relationship farther in the back burner. I don't know. There's no reason. I don't, in my mind, I'm like, there's never unless the person like has wronged you. There's no reason to like go out of your way to say like, hey, I'm cutting you out. Yeah, I don't know if you agree with that. No, I agree. I unless they severely wronged you, I don't think it's ever worth. Uh, maybe this is the conflict yeah. avoiding part uh, of me, but I don't. Maybe it's, yeah. I don't think there's ever a point to just have like a conversation be like hey i'm cutting and be like hey i'm cutting you out of my life like that just seems kind of unnecessary you can just like slowly stop talking to them and then they will inevitably not be a part of your life and it's fine there's a mutual understanding that you're both not going to put in effort into this relationship anymore and i think that's okay rachel <laughs> Who likes? i agree nice nice wait, nice nice wait i have more to say also <laughs> okay okay <laughs> Um, I agree with like the slowly dis distancing yourself. Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of dramatic to cut someone yeah, off. I don't yeah. think that's ever. Like I feel like that. that's a little polarizing, also. Yeah. But I know I do know of a situation with my friends where that that has happened, mm. but it wasn't like a malicious intent. It wasn't like a, mm. oh, you have terribly wronged me and I'm cutting you out of my life. Or it's like a, I don't like you as a friend, so I'm cutting you out of my life. That is that to me is just like whoa. We, yeah. You can talk through this. Like I feel like nothing's ever that deep unless it is mm -hmm. that deep. Because mm -hmm. I think a lot of the time, like what makes you want to go through a friendship breakup might be like all the things going on in your mind and not, not something that mm -hmm. the other person is necessarily mm -hmm. aware of. Yeah. But one 
situation that I did hear of where I was like, oh, that kind of makes sense to me is I had a friend who had a friend and they went through sort of a friendship breakup, but it was more of like a, oh, well, one person's graduating and like some people just aren't meant to like be Mm -hmm. in your life forever. And that was just like, they're both very blunt people. Mm -hmm. And she said this to my friend Mm -hmm. and that was like a very subtle way of just saying like, oh, we're just not going to be friends after I graduate. Uh, And I don't think they've like really talked since then, but it was like it, she was like, she was telling me, she was like, yeah, it makes sense because like, to me, that means that she cared more about me instead of me having to stress out about her, like distancing Mm -hmm. herself from me. It's just like, well, I can see that. I can see how that would actually be a viable solution. Yeah. Cause it's like, they were very much so friends out of convenience as Mm. in because they lived very close to each other. It was easy for them to do a lot of activities together. But like once one person has to, you know, like go live far away. Yeah. It's like, you don't have to put in the mental strain to like keep a relationship that just like doesn't make sense in that context anymore. This is a healthy breakup. That's a, that's a good mentality. And that actually happened to me recently, not from a friend, but from someone I was talking to. And she was just like, Hey, you know what? It doesn't seem like this is really working Mm -hmm. out. Let's just end it. I was like, okay. Cause there was always this pressure of like, Oh, I need to respond to this person at some point. Mm -hmm. Like, I'd need to put in some effort and it is mentally taxing to do that for a friend or like maybe a potentially romantic partner. Um, And if you come to a point where it's just more of a burden than like something that you enjoy, I think it's definitely worth maybe just in a very nice way. I don't know how they did it, but cut them off in a really nice way. Wow. Yeah. That's good. My only issue with that is like, you kind of like close the door to like, rebuilding that relationship or like healing that relationship in the future depending on how you do it if you're dramatic about it i think you close that door but it seems like maybe there's an opportunity in the future for this friendship to, who knows who knows yeah, yeah. interesting mm-hmm. i've never experienced a friendship breakup so i in my mind they don't make sense no yeah mm. <laughs> i i think this question is kind of funny how to be chill and not having much expectations when it's only the talking stage. Because oh. I have a friend who places a, who often gets into like the talking stage with a with a person, and like they immediately start piling expectations onto oh. that person, and they get mm. really anxious and like down in the dumps when they're not meeting mm. those expectations. So how do you be chill? Well, I will say, not a flaw of your friend to know what he wants or she i don't know but do not be asking how or I, uh, maybe at the, like don't be asking if mm. actually no i was like i was like I, my question was like don't be asking like how many kids you want or when do you want to get married on the first date but i was like ah, honestly if the conversation goes there it's not that weird fine I think this is more like a talking stage thing where it's like, like oh like, why is this person not like responding fast oh. enough or like Okay, you have to remember that kind of you're a stranger entering into their lives. Mm. And so, like, yeah, like, it will take time before, like, you slowly begin to integrate into their lives. Yeah. Just take patience. Yeah. Yeah. And my tip is 
don't integrate them into your life that quickly still mm, be yeah. you still enjoy your hobbies do the things that you love and that will distract you from any expectations that you're setting from for them so like if you have if you like to do things like for me i love golfing and i love hang out with my friends i never let the talking stage with anyone else distract me from doing those things um, and that really limits severely limits expectations i have for for people that day. <laughs> rachel any tips for the young fan my mentality now is just that everything is just shits and giggles that's <laughs> no for a true 21 year old yeah <laughs> we're all humans as they should yeah. we're all humans we're all growing we're all learning life is a journey you're never gonna do anything perfectly don't expect any everyone else to be doing things perfectly mm. if you think other people are doing things perfectly you're wrong they're doing Facts. something wrong i take that back this is good um, advice for Facts. anybody not just 21 year olds um but yeah so like same thing with relationship no one has a perfect relationship don't expect yourself to have a perfect relationship mm -hmm. no like just enter like if you're going to be entering a relationship or if you're talking to someone just like be open to changing and learning more things about yourself and the other person that's Great. all right i hope we're helping people out there <laughs> yeah. oh, so i hope this, this is, is helpful information. this is like collectively all of us have had very few relationships this is so also true we've had collectively but less quality. than on one hand all of our relationships have been quality learning <laughs> experiences dude that's crazy between the three of us we've had less relationships than one hand that's wow. crazy that's nuts i love how people like to ask us very experienced people these kind of questions and now it's like we don't know what we're doing okay we just trying to figure this out I'm going to answer this question real quick because it's kind of addressed to me. Mm. Dating someone prepping for med school, how can I be a better support to this person? Mm. Oh. The fact that you're already asking this question means you're, you're really on the right path. Med school is difficult. It's very time-consuming. Honestly, you should do some prepping in terms of taking care of yourself. Expectation setting in terms of communication. I think when you're in med school... You're meeting a lot of new people your first couple of years and then you're also at the same time trying to cram a large volume of information into your brain so that also takes a lot of time being supportive kind of just looks like being there for them because a lot of med students like to vent and complain about their lives so kind of just being there and listening to them if you guys are long distance i i don't know what stage in terms of med school application or med school cycle that your partner's in long distance relationships are tough what i would have appreciated during med school is just i like just like spending time doing mundane things with my partner like if you're in long distance relationship this kind of just looks like being on the phone with them while they're studying and like you guys don't have to talk or do anything like you guys can both do your own thing but it kind of feels like they're there with you if you're just on the phone with them and you know that's something that I appreciated when that did happen. Yeah, but I do think just like set your own expectations and take care of yourself during this whole process because it's a long, arduous process and you just have to be forgiving and graceful when it's necessary and just kind of go with the flow because 
in terms of med schools, you don't know where you're going to end up for med school. And then in terms of residencies, you, you also don't really have much control. And just being there and supportive through that entire stressful, long, arduous process is very, very helpful. I don't know how specific that was, but I did give some specifics in there. We have nothing to add. Yeah, I don't imagine you guys have anything to add. Not really, not really. Unfortunately. We have a lot of fans from Australia, which That's is crazy. interesting. Nice. Yeah. Shout out to our fans in Australia. We love and appreciate you. Also, want to quickly shout out real quick our fan Ethan who listens to every single pod. If you're listening right oh, now, we love and appreciate you. I can't believe I you listen you. to every single episode. That's crazy. Um, love you, Ethan. I hope you're enjoying your run right now because <laughs> apparently you listen to this when you exercise. Oh, I man. wonder if he's going to text you guys. When he I hope he this. does. That would be a uh, true test of whether he actually listens to all of our episodes true. or not. Texas, Ethan. Oh, I don't okay, know if do you, you have, have any. I, I have a couple. There's uh, still a bunch more I have to work through. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Uh, no, 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 but you go Mine are, well, this one's not silly goofy. I don't know. I don't have any. I'm trying to think. It's how do you break bad habits? I, I'm trying to think of like something I was, that comes to mind. Mm. Do you guys have anything? I want to answer it because I feel like this is like a good Well, first is becoming aware of it. Ah, yes. The first step. Is There's definitely another self-help book out there that will help take care <laughs> yeah, of the rest. Right, right. I we're not, we're not I don't this. know. There, you Google it or something. Enjoy your vices in moderation. Oh, <laughs> word? Yeah. Huh? No, just kidding. Oh, wait, uh, what? Huh? What? Shema? Yeah, just just Google it. I'm sure something out there will help you. <laughs> More than us. I don't think but we're good at Yeah, just become aware of it. That's true. Being cognizant that it is a no, problem okay. is the first step. You're absolutely correct. Yeah. And then we the, don't know what to do after that. Yeah. Make smart goals. S is I forget. Be intentional. M is I forget. <laughs> Specific. <laughs> Measurable. Oh, there actionable. you go. Yeah. Oh, something. R T is time. Or something reasonable. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's Good actually it. All right. Oh, I. Since we are a podcast, I'm interested. What are your guys' favorite podcasts? Do you guys oh. listen to podcasts? Listen oh to yeah. What are your favorite podcasts right now? I have one that I've been binging. I have always been a big fan of Ninety Nine Percent Invisible. Mm. Oh, what is what that? They just, it's like a design-centric podcast. They talk about different things, um, lots of history things, lots of like little things in the world that just make you go, oh, that's so silly. Mm. Um, like there is... Stop provoking? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I think there is this, a couple episodes that come to my mind specifically is during COVID... They did an episode called The Smell of Concrete After Rain. Mm. But it went into right a couple of different alley. things. It was like, it was a tribute to a couple of people who had died because of COVID who were like big in concrete Wait. in some kind of ways. <laughs> oh my God. It was a tribute to people in concrete who died from COVID. It was so sad. That's very specific. Really yeah. Sad. Well, I forget exactly, but they talked about like brutalist architecture and like the history of that and also like the actual oh. chemistry behind like oh. the smell of concrete after rain oh. yeah and it was like it was just beautiful and roman mars has a beautiful voice and wow. it's so calming to listen to, to. Wow. yeah and there's another one about the new york public library and how they banned the book 
Goodnight Moon because of one librarian because she hated that book and so she banned it from all the New York public libraries. So it's like a podcast of random facts almost? Sort of. Okay, because those um, two things are completely okay. it's unrelated. Like, <laughs> it's generally more design focused and then the one that got me into it was I think it's called 99% or like something with women in it but it was about how like a lot of design is very sexist and that mm-hmm. like and it's stem it stems from a data problem so like mm. when you data gather problem? yeah yeah when okay. you're gathering data or you're running experiments and tests like that the like it's designed for men so like the biggest example is with sorry i'm congested with like car crash dummies they're modeled after after like the average man and there's oh. no dummies that are like made that model women because obviously women have different features than men which is oh. why like seat belts for example are like oh. not wow. the the Stop most well that. designed for women whereas wow. they are for men wow. and also with wow. how snow is plowed usually they plow the highways first and not like the tributaries so like neighborhoods oh. even though that is what affects oh, you call women them tributaries like river tributaries i don't know maybe i made Whoa. that up anyways yeah yeah but because mm. men need to use highways to get to work whereas women and children use like the smaller roads to get to school and like oh, to do the daily tasks things, huh? yeah wow. and so a lot of like a lot of just design things are just very sexist mm. they should nice. start a class on that sexism in they probably already do design mm-hmm. urban planning well, I guess it's not limited to urban, urban planning. That's, that's a fascinating podcast. I, on the other hand, do not like to listen to informational podcasts. I like to listen to podcasts that just enhance the vibe of my day. My current listen is the Bad Friends Podcast by Bobby Lee and Andrew Sutino, and also sometimes Bobby Lee's niece, Rudy, and sometimes this other comedian named Jesse. But... Their podcast, great vibes. Nice. Their chemistry, so good. And they're both like professional stand-up comedians, so every episode is super funny. But yeah, it's not informational at all. In fact, it it maybe even rots my brain a little bit. (laughs) Makes you lose brain cells. But Mm -hmm. it's such a fun listen, like when I'm doing mundane tasks throughout the day. And most of the podcasts I listen to are just vibe enhancers. Mm. They don't really, I don't learn anything from the podcasts I listen to. Well, yay. I split 50-50. I start my day off with T-Boy, the best one yet. It used to be called Market Snacks. It used to be called something else before that. But it's like a 10-minute episode on like uh, yeah, market news. That's the one I probably listen to the most consistently. I used to listen to TechCrunch Equity, but that's kind of fallen <laughs> to the back burner. Boring as hell. Uh, but my lifestyle ones that I will always listen to are the OG YouTubers, oh, Genius true. Brain, and Dudes Behind the Foods. Oh, Great vibe uh, podcast. Just yeah. the vibes. Those are the ones I probably and uh, a YouTuber that I think only I listen to slash watch. Don't be soured by Max Tuning. Mm. Also good vibes. Oh, uh, that's a great a podcast while. name for his brand. Yep. 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 No, good vibes. This is super random, but today mm. or yesterday on the lift, mom was like, "Oh, what toy?" Or I think I was saying it. I was like, what a toy swan la. So like in Chinese, if you say like you're sore, you say swan swan la. And swan in Chinese also means sour, which I think is really interesting because that definitely came, that terminology definitely came to be before modern science. 
When you're sore, it's because a buildup of lactic acid. Oh, which is sour. Tasting something sour, your taste receptors taste or detect sourness by acid. So the fact that Chinese people were able to correlate the feeling of soreness with the taste of sour is actually so incredible Wait, to me. That's crazy. Isn't that insane? Yeah. God is real. Wait, what? <laughs> you, you rewrite Praise Jesus 2024. <laughs> yeah. Th- there's another question on here. It was like, dang, what was it? It was a religion one. Unpopular opinions about Christianity. You got any? I don't have anything at the moment, but I oh, mean, really? I, it needs to be a more specific question. I don't think this is a hot take, but this is something that your roommate said that really stuck with me. What? Moses in the burning bush. Man was probably tripping on something. Oh. Is that a hot take? What was the question again? No, a lot of people thought about that. Oh, okay. Well. I'll yeah. Say. Probably. A lot of religions probably started off from someone eating something funky. Dude, think about it. Like, we... Yeah, yeah it makes okay. sense. Okay, wait, hold on. <laughs> what are you about to say? Just think about the experience of tripping, like... That comes from naturally derived I've products. I've never tripped over anything in my entire life. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Let's do oh, one what? more question. Let's do a spicy question. A spicy? Ooh. Oh, wait. You said this is the last one? Yeah. Do you have one? Mm, no. Yeah. All right. We'll do this. Maybe maybe we can end up. Oh, some people ask what type of doctor I want to be. I'm trying to be an ophthalmologist right now. Someone also asks what type of research. I'm just going to knock these out because these are Dang. quick. What my research is on, I do research in genetics. More specifically, I study the genetics of multiple sclerosis. Okay, this question. Hey, now I'm trying to see if I have any specific ones. I do, but they're not quick. I'll try to answer them later. Okay, well, we'll answer this question. Which one of the siblings will get married first and why? Okay, we're going to close our eyes and point to the person on the count of three. One, two, three. <laughs> I know y'all pointed at me and I pointed at myself. Did you point at yourself? I did. Hell that's yeah. Because yeah. It's not even that I'm going to get married soon. It's that you guys are going to get married anytime soon. We all don't yeah. make money. Yeah. I don't I'll, know. I can see I don't myself know if it's getting a money married. Thing. Mine like is more of a location years. thing. But but like I don't see you getting married because you're not working until. It's not a money thing. No, it's not I, thing. I honestly truly thing? believe mom when she says money does not matter in terms of starting mm. a family yes it would be nice to have money like okay, a, fair like a, okay it's not that i have no money i have enough money to start a family that's true dad started this <laughs> family with 800 dollars a month yeah but like for me it's like when am i gonna meet the person that i would marry that's mm. not not gonna be any time yeah soon i don't think but then again i think that because i set my expectations very low so that if something somehow exceeds that expectation i'll be very happy yeah the crazy thing is my answer is again technically me but it's not gonna be anytime soon but i think rachel would be next after that and then jesse what i can see rachel getting married before jesse gets married really i don't see rachel 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 getting married within the next seven years and for some reason i can't see you getting married well actually okay seven years might be too far out uh i can't see you getting married within like the next six years Because you have three years left of med school and then, what, three to four years of residency? The only way I see myself getting married within the next five, three, four, five years is if I date someone also within medicine. Yeah. there are a lot of things that you'll only understand if you're also in medicine. 
But yeah. I also don't really want to date anyone in medicine, so. That's true. Then again, I could be proven wrong. Jesse might get blah, 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 might get married next year. 2024 might Whoa. be a crazy year. How long? Oh, this is just a tangent. Sorry, I'm going to ask another question. How long do you think you should date somebody before you get married? Do we ever talk about this? How long should you date someone before you get married? Mm-hmm. I think a healthy amount of time. Sorry, ADHD. So funny. AF questions. Okay. I'm just gonna answer one to two years. Just ask your question. <laughs> I'm gonna say three to four years. Three to four. I think. Wait. Wait. wait I said minimum long? amount of time. Oh, minimum. Oh, I mean, okay. I thought that's yeah. a good amount of time. Minimum. I mean, I probably think three to four a, is also. I think a good two amount. years. Two okay. years. Okay. I agree. I think okay. one year you could still be in the honeymoon right. phase, and you haven't actually yeah. sorted out practicality. One to two years leaning yeah. towards two. This is minimum again. Yeah. I think minimum maybe one and a half. Yeah. Actually. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh wait, I don't know if I said minimum. <laughs> Anyways, that's what I meant to say. Dude, questions from our friends are the funniest. Okay, Derek asked, uh, "Rank your siblings, sibling ranking." Easy, John number one. <laughs> I put John up there too. He's pure. He's so funny. Dude, John's hilarious. Wait, this is bad. We should not rank ourselves. Oh yeah, you're right. No, no, no. Hey, I'm gonna say Philip number one. <laughs> hot take. Dude, I'm really uh, like. Hey, that why Phillip's is that a up. hot take, huh? Oh. Sh- huh? I'm, I'm really liking how Phil's growing up. I'm not going to lie. He's maturing a lot faster than I thought he would. Proud of him. He is. Honestly, been really refreshing, like, seeing him grow up. Because mm-hmm. he's he's starting to be interested in, yeah. like, more adult things. He wants things. to do engineering. John's still John BB. But John's Phillip, still a kid, which I love. Yeah. Good vibes. <laughs> Good vibes. Good Jesse guys. earlier today said... John, I hope you never go through puberty. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's gonna be not funny anymore. Um, all right, and then John asked, "Top five Asians from Cleveland." We'll say from <laughs> we'll say from Ohio. Dang. Oh, that's so. Hey, funny. I think I'm ranking pretty high up there. We're talking that's all it. time, dude. Can I think of any any Asians, Asians from, from Ohio? exactly, dude? John, like, you're up there the too. That we know, obviously. I'm talking about like just notable Asians notable, from Cleveland. Like, yeah, who have dude. Dude, I think I'm up there. <laughs> Come on, think of another one. All my friends who grew up Asian Recency in biased. <laughs> no, it's just I can't even name five Asians from Cleveland. <laughs> that's the problem. I uh, can name two, and that's it. Hey, I'm I'm top five because <laughs> there's only two of us. Can you talk? Yes. Please talk about uni life. Yo, in I Georgetown. thought we were only doing one more question. <laughs> Rachel. What the? Rachel, answer the question. I'm just kidding. What's the question? It was really good. I found the people that I really vibe with. It took a while, but everyone goes into consulting and investment banking, which is kind of weird. But uh, if that's your vibe. But that's your vibe. That's great. Go there. Yeah. No, I, I thoroughly enjoyed my Georgetown experience. All right. We're going to spare Rachel, Sorry, Rachel and cut off that's the okay. pod. We'll, we'll be recording more, so Rachel, you're not done yet. But hopefully you're better by <laughs> tomorrow. It would be great yeah. if you could ski with us. Um, take my spot with that being said I hope our answers to your questions were helpful I hope we set you guys on paths of success and fruition yo (laughs) that gives me blind leading the blind (laughs) (laughs) it's giving blind leading the blind but you know between the three of us don't listen to us hey 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 we don't have good advice to give we've gone (laughs) this far in our life hey I'm dying Okay, don't get sick. Anyway. Peace. Um, (laughs)
Thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode of the Rooftop Pod. I'm your host, Jesse, and signing out with me is my sister. <laughs> Rachel. And my brother. Andrew. And we will catch you all on the next episode of the Rooftop Pod. Peace. Peace.